Hi everyone. Now we're going to start looking at session two, podcast two, and my colleague Carmel Morrissey is going to deliver some top tips and give you advice pertaining to that category. Hi everyone, it's Carmel Morrissey from TUD, from the Career Development Department. Today I want to talk to you about CVs. So when I moved out of recruitment before I became a career coach, I set up a CV business. And one of the reasons I set up a CV business just coming out of the recession was because as a recruiter, I noticed that while people really had great experience, they weren't necessarily selling themselves very well. So it was an opportunity for me to set up a CV business with a very good friend of mine. And we ran that business from about 2011 to 2015, 2016. Um, it was not an admin service, it was very much about teaching people to sell themselves. And today what I'd like to do is share some of the tips with you. So one of the most important things when you're creating a CV is to reverse engineer your CV. So what I mean by that is the day of one CV that fits all is gone. So I call those CVs a shopping list where somebody puts down everything that they've ever done in the hope that the employer will recognize that they're the right fit for the role. But actually in the current climate and probably even more so now, we know on average employers spend about seven seconds looking at a CV. So the key to a strong CV is suitability at a glance. So we need to make sure when we're preparing our CV, that when somebody picks up the CV, they know within a really short space of time that we're suitable for the role. And reverse engineering is the only way to do that. So how do you reverse engineer? So the most important tool that you have when you're creating a CV are job descriptions. And what I would always say to people that are creating CVs is to start collecting job descriptions, which sounds insane. But what I mean by that is to look at three to four job descriptions for the type of role that you want to apply for. Look at the language that they're using to describe the people they want. What are the competencies that they're highlighting? What are the keywords that seem to come up time and time again? And you will see there's a lot of commonality across the job descriptions. And what we need to do is we need to really understand what they're looking for in order for us to be able to sell. So when I had my CV business, what we would do if we were doing a CV for somebody who maybe was working in an industry that we didn't know particularly well, we would get to know that industry. And we did that by looking at the job descriptions. We then went back to the CV and went to the most important, I suppose, space on the CV, in my opinion, which is the top one third. So if we're thinking about seven seconds, that's not a lot of time for somebody to look at your CV from top to bottom. So we want to make sure that there's a hook. We want to make sure that there is something that's going to draw them in. And what I would suggest you have on the top of your CV is a profile. And how I view the profile is very much like an elevator pitch, or if you're reading journal articles, the abstract. So I'm sure lots of you, um, if you're using journal articles, you know that the abstract is pretty much the deciding factor as to whether or not you read the rest of the article. And that's what your profile is going to be on the top of your CV. So that profile needs to be directly reverse engineered around the job description. It needs to contain all the relevant information in terms of what they're looking for. And you can't expect that an employer is going to go to the third page of a CV um, to find something that could actually be really, really important. So a uh, profile should be about six to eight sentences. 
I would avoid the use of a pronoun because if you start saying I, 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 it's quite difficult to stop. It can be quite egocentric and it can be a little bit tiresome to read. So instead of saying I am, uh, just remove the pronoun from the beginning of the sentence and it still works really well. Ask yourself, what are you selling in your profile? So if this profile landed on your desk and you were hiring, would you understand why this person was applying for the role? So really, really important. Underneath that then, I would include a key skills section and key skills being depending on your industry. So it could be tech skills and um, it could be general skills. And what I would do is I would highlight any of the skills from around your CV that are mentioned in the job description. So again, you're bringing all the relevant information to the top one third. It also means that if somebody likes to read a paragraph, you have a paragraph format. Or if somebody just likes to tick things off, likes to go straight in and see the keywords, um, you're also doing that. Also from search engine optimization or if they're using scanning software, it's definitely a benefit to have keywords from the job description in your CV. Then what I would, cons I would suggest you do is depending on your level of experience, you either then lead with your education or you lead with your work experience. So what I mean by that is if your education is stronger than your work experience, then you need to lead with that. But if you have 12 months experience, <clears throat> then I would definitely lead with that over the education. So again, we always want to be bringing the most relevant closest to the top. Then what I would do, so within your work experience, really consider what were your key responsibilities, bullet point them, and then more importantly, your key achievements. So key achievements are super important because they show the value that you added. And regardless of the type of role that you were in, and regardless of the scope of role, you will have some kind of achievements. So potentially you haven't led people in the past, but maybe you were the person that was put responsible for new hires, or you were the person who cashed up at the end of the day. So just really start thinking about what was the impact? What did you bring to your role that maybe helps you to stand out a little bit? In terms of your education, again, depending on the level that you're at, but certainly if you're in education at the moment, you need to be really fleshing out that education piece. So with that, I would include projects, really flesh out your projects, because really your projects are what differentiate you to the other people in your class. Uh, core modules, so don't be scared to put those in as well. With the projects, I would always give uh, a title. Uh, summary and then key skills gained. So remember the employer is interested in where are you at, what interests you, what are you curious about. So they're the kind of things that you need to highlight. So there are just some tips around the CV. I hope they're helpful and again there's a CV template available on the website uh, if you link back and stay safe and thanks for listening.